From COK Studios in Tamara Keith's Cauldron, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the week before the election with special Consider the Vote 2020 team coverage. We'll also consider updates from the campaign trail as the candidates make their final push to win or suppress votes. And we'll consider that I got a rock. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Vote Punch, the new free service that will accompany you to the polls on election day and punch any poll watchers in the larynx if they try to stop you from voting. Paid for by the commission to get out of my way, you Republican militia assholes. And Nightmare on Zoom Street, the virtual haunted house that isn't very good or scary, but won't give you coronavirus. Buy your ticket today for a mediocre Halloween experience that says, hey, it's 2020 and we're doing the best we can. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Welcome to our Consider the Vote 2020 special. We went through several name options, but we ended up going with Apocalypse Now or Apocalypse Later. I think it accurately captures the moment. Don't you, Dinah? Indeed. With only a week to go until Election Day, President Trump is behind in the polls in a race where the coronavirus pandemic and his administration's failure to contain it has been the central campaign issue. Former Vice President Joe Biden reiterated that at the final debate last week, and it is worth noting that the virus has shaped the way people are voting, prompting millions of Americans to vote early or mail in their ballots, which should help Biden, not Trump. To help us break down the entire presidential race and what is happening in the Senate and the House, we have full coverage from the Best Looking News team in public radio. First, we'll check in with senior correspondent Cordell Nutbrock, who has been traveling with the Trump campaign. How are you, Cordell? Not great, Dinah. I seem to be one of the only people here who wears a mask consistently, and it's really starting to give me anxiety. It's bad enough traveling with Trump and his team no matter what, but when you add in the fact that they're all a bunch of mouth breathers who think that the virus is a hoax, it's even worse. Not sure how I got stuck with this assignment. Well, Alex is still in her germ-free bunker. Yeah, and Marta Margolis is covering the Senate. Well, what about Trevin? Or Fritz? Or literally anyone else? Well, it was Trevin's cat's birthday, uh, Fritz knows very little about politics, and the only other people are me and Connor, and it's really not a smart idea to risk either of the co-hosts on the road during a pandemic. Oh, I see. We can't risk the precious co-hosts. Exactly. You understand. Well, what about the intern? Ryan? Oh, no, no, no. He's our poll tracker. That's an important job. Andy brings us coffee and treats. Here's your double shot pumpkin spice half-calf with brownie chunks, Mr. Bentley. Thanks, Ryan. Now, what is the vibe like with the Trump campaign right now as the president trails in most national polls and battleground states? It's a bit like riding an insane horse towards a burning stable during an acid rainstorm with people shouting and throwing poorly made American flags swag at you, all while pretending that everything is fine. Hoping to recapture some of the enthusiasm from 2016, Trump has planned a breakneck pace of rallies this week, all of them capped off by YMCA. 
It's surreal to watch Trump's awkward dancing as his unmasked, rabidly conservative supporters cheer to a song performed by the Village People, a band that could be considered the gayest in history. That sounds like quite a scene. Yes. Despite mountains of evidence to the contrary, Trump insists that he is winning and seems to think that the large crowds at his rallies mean his failure to keep 250,000 people from dying is not on the minds of a majority of Americans. Ugh, thank God there's only one more week of tagging along on the Trump Tannic. I'm using my last pair of socks as mittens. Nobody covers their mouths to cough or sneeze around here. I'm sorry it's so bad, Cordell. We honestly thought you liked these kinds of tough assignments. Yeah, you're our Anderson Cooper. Well, firstly, why would I like this? And second, Cooper is a studio guy now. How I yearn to be a studio guy. Two top advisors to Vice President Pence have tested positive for the virus in the last couple days. It's like living in a more racist version of 28 Days Later. Well, where are you off to next? Oh, some mostly white community full of morons chanting Super Trump. Could be anywhere, really. Let's say Iowa. Well, good luck, Cordell. Stay safe out there. Now we'll check in with our popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds, who is covering the Biden campaign. Tell Melissa I hate her. Melissa, how are things going on the trail for Joe Biden? Oh, it is totes easy. I'm actually covering most of it from home because so much of Biden's campaign is virtual these days. They're super considerate of press and don't want any of us to get sick. That's nice. Right? I was at a very small outdoor campaign event last week in Pennsylvania and everyone wore masks and sat really far apart. I felt totes safe. Does the Biden campaign seem worried about the polls being wrong? Like they turned out to be in 2016 when things looked so good for Hillary Clinton. So my friend Trisha, who knows this kid Oliver, who went to camp with this guy Cameron, who's one of Biden's body men, says that they're like really feeling confident that they're going to win. Like even more confident than Carly Gregerson when she wore a backless dress to homecoming. It was stunning. They're just saying that people should be vigilant and not get complacent and whatever to make sure voter turnout is good. But privately, I think it'll be a massive blue wave. Coincidentally, the color of Carly Gregerson's dress was called blue wave. Hmm, that's some in-depth reporting, Melissa. I know, right? And I'm all safe and snug at home in my cute new PJs that the Biden people gave me as a thank you. Oh, they're like so nice. So where is Joe Biden off to this final week? He's planning small outdoor rallies in some of the swing states like Florida, Ohio, and North Carolina, as well as some last-minute virtual events. Barry Obams and Kamala Harris will be out there in the last week helping Joe Biden. He just wants to stay steady and avoid any events like Trump's that could be super spreaders. Coincidentally, super spreader is what some of the girls at my school called Carly Gregerson, but you didn't hear it from me. Well, that's not very nice. Thanks for that report, Melissa. No prob. That was Melissa Reynolds with the Biden campaign. Now we turn to the races in the Senate with several key races getting tight as the Democrats try to gain the majority. Tracking the Senate for us is senior reporter Marta Margolis. Hello, Kana and Dinah. What races are shaping up to be the critical ones, Marta? I'm sorry, but there seems to be a mix-up. 
I've been working the past six months on a long-form expose on the conditions in retirement communities during the coronavirus. It promises to be a riveting report full of real-world repercussions. Okay. Uh, we look forward to hearing that at some point. I'm really willing to share it with our listeners. Do you know who might be covering the Senate races for us? Have you tried Twevin? Yes, let's go now to our LGBT correspondent, Trevin Motley, who is covering the Senate for Consider the Vote 2020. Hi. Okay, so please tell us you're covering the Senate races for us, Trevin. Oh, no, no, no. I've been working on a long-form expose on why Zac Efron. Why Zac Efron what? No, that's it. I'm probably going to be busy with this for a while. Too busy to cover the last week of this election? Oh, yeah. I say I'll be doing hardcore research on this for at least the next, um, indefinitely. How is this a priority for your work? This has nothing to do with your beat. First of all, it's not for work. Heavens, no. And second, it has everything to do with my beat. Get it? Ugh, yes, we get it. Thanks for nothing, Trevin. No, but do you get it? That was LGBT correspondent Trevin Motley not covering the Senate. Should we check in with Fritz? Maybe he's got a report on the Senate races. Let's see. Entertainment reporter and film critic Fritz Hicks with hopefully a report on the Senate races in the 2020 election. Fritz? Yes, yes. Fritz Hicks here. A new NPR PBS NewsHour, Morris COK News, Holy McPole Face Poll shows Joe Biden with a double-digit national lead over President Trump. That margin makes states like North Carolina and Georgia competitive for Democrats, which is welcome news for their Senate candidates there. Also in Alaska, polls show a close race between incumbent Republican Senator Dan Sullivan and Dr. Al Groth, an orthopedic surgeon and independent who won the Democratic nomination. Wow, Fritz, I'm impressed. You really have been tracking those races for us. Well, I, I have to say that I just read that off an email newsletter I get from my favorite public radio news show. But we don't have an email newsletter. <laughs> yes, yes, that is, that is correct. Well, I'm a little upset that we're not your favorite show, but I appreciate you stepping up to help out. Well, I, I pride myself on being a team player. A team player who doesn't even like the show he's on, apparently. Okay. Listen, Connor, I just said it wasn't my favorite public radio news program. COK is easily in my top five favorite public radio news shows. Yeah, I, ho I hope that's sufficient. I guess. Thanks for stepping in at the last minute, Fritz. Oh, my pleasure. Also, if you're like me and you can't really handle the news right now, check out the entire series of Halloween Town movies on Disney+. Plus. I highly recommend them. They are just Spooky fun for the whole family. Plus, the first one stars the incomparable Debbie Reynolds. Ooh, Princess Leia's mom? Oh, yes, yes. Great. That was Fritz Hicks with our Consider the Vote 2020 Senate update. Sort of. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Take it away, Ryan. Thanks, Ms. Mallow. Congrats to Michael Myers in Haddonfield, Illinois, who got out of the hospital just in time to spend Halloween with his family. I didn't hear what he was in the hospital for, probably COVID, which is weird when you consider that he was wearing a mask, but I'm sure your little sister Lori will be super glad to see you. Well done on this big little win 
that should make everyone scream with delight. Oh, that's nice. Kudos also to the Torrance family of Denver, who scored an awesome job as caretakers for the winter at a cool old hotel high up in the mountains, cut off from all civilization. We're sure you'll have lots of fun family bonding time. So let's hope this big little win doesn't make Jack a dull boy. Red rum! Red rum! That's all for this spooktacular Consider the Vote 2020 edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more election coverage from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit ConsiderOurKnowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking election news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Diane Splatic. We hope you all have a safe and happy Halloween, and don't forget to vote. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Here's your... (laughs) 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 Whenever I do this voice, I can't talk for like two weeks. Oh. Here's your double shot pumpkin hold on, spice. Hold on, hold on. Emily I was, was laughing. laughing. I'm sorry. There was an ogre that came and joined us. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>